0: does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q-certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Hubler
1: has it all.
0: Nice work by Mark to play the prince since it is the land of purple where the Colts will be headed this weekend. Up to the Twin Cities, taking on the Minnesota Vikings on Saturday. Joining us now on the Payless Liquors Hotline, he is the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can, of course, always find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL, and he will be part of the Westwood One radio broadcast, providing analysis for the Colts and the Vikings coming up on Saturday. Ross Tucker joins us on the program. Ross, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, good morning. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hey, let's begin with this. I, You know, I'm going to start, actually, even though we're in Indianapolis, I'm going to start you with a Minneapolis or a Vikings question. Uh, feels to me, and the NFL is cyclical, I realize that, but I felt like a month ago, perhaps, maybe after that Buffalo game in particular, that Minnesota was one that it's like, man, nobody's talking about the Vikings, but this looks like a team that is really going to be poised to perhaps make a deep run but it felt like they've scaled back a little bit here. I don't know if that's a health issue or just the way they're playing. But am I off base in saying that, that Minnesota seems to come back down to earth a little bit?
1: You know, I, I I think there's a lot of people that kind of thought all along that they weren't really as good as their as their record indicates. Now, I think especially after that Buffalo win, and you see their skill on offense, right? I mean... Justin Jefferson might be the best receiver in the league. Adam Feely a heck of a number two. They got Hawkins in at tight end now. Dalvin Cook's a stud running back. Kirk Cousins, nobody ever, you know, seems to love him. He just plays like a top twelve quarterback. You know, I mean, everybody's always like, yeah, it's Kirk Cousins, but he just plays well. Um, but if you look at it, guys, it's kind of wild. They're nine and zero. In one score games. Nine and oh. They got blown out by the Eagles, blown out by the Cowboys, and they lost by two scores to the Lions last week. Their defense is very poor. I mean, you're talking about, I think it's five straight games where they've given up over 400 yards. Four of those five, they gave up over 300 yards passing. The only game they didn't was that Cowboys game, and that's because Dak got pulled like in the third quarter because they were winning by so much. So they absolutely have the weaponry on offense, but their defense has been really bad. It's interesting because there's a great chance they'll be the two seed, but they're not one of the three teams in the NFC that I can envision going to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, and lately they've really struggled running the football Two with Dalvin Cook. Again, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, host of the Ross Tucker Podcast. You can check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Great listen. You've probably heard him filling in for Dan Patrick or as a guest with Dan Patrick. Uh, we appreciate the time this morning. I guess on the flip side of that, Ross, 4-8-1 uh, Indianapolis Colts. Do you think that's an accurate depiction of what you've seen from the Colts this season?
1: Their record?
2: Yeah. Do you think they, they they look like a team that's, you know, one of the bottom feeders in the NFL?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. You know, I, I, I remember the Chiefs game. You know, the the thing that I guess is frustrating for me, and I'm sure you guys talk about it, and I don't know how you feel about it, I I felt like they benched Matt Ryan too early. Okay. I, I would love to see a scenario, and obviously this can never happen, but I would have loved to have seen how the season would have unfolded if, Based on all accounts that I had heard, if the owner hadn't forced Frank Wright to bench Matt Ryan, and not even for Nick Foles, but for Ellinger, who clearly wasn't ready to play, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a
0: decent chance maybe they win one of those two games. I, Ross, and- I, I, not to cut you off, man, I, I, I said the exact same thing this week. I got to thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. That, that literally was like somebody jumping over the center console and just grabbing a hold of the steering wheel and jerking it into a lane that nobody saw coming. And now all of a sudden you're in a traffic jam and you go, what in the hell just happened? Uh, I- well, let's think about this, right? Let's just think about this logically
1: for a second. And I don't know Mr. Hersey at all, but let's go through the logic here of the owner dictating to the successful head coach that he needs to bench the starter and put in the third string young guy. Okay. That doesn't work. So the next week, presumably the same owner dictates that the offensive coordinator needs to be fired. Okay. Not sure. I really understand that after you just change the quarterback after one week, but okay. So the head coach complies and does that. Then the next week, the same owner who made the head coach do things the two prior weeks fires the head coach, installs a former offensive lineman who's in the media, who's not me, by the way. I probably would have done it. Why didn't I get a call? (laughs) Um, But in the media, installs him, and allows him to put Matt Ryan back in as the quarterback. So whether you agree or disagree with any of the moves that the Colts have made, it's really hard to argue that the owner is being logical or making any sense with the decisions that he's making. You you just can't. I mean, there's no way – as I just walked you through the steps, that there's any way that that makes any sort of
0: sense. Do you believe, Ross, that that particular perception can impede Indianapolis from getting the best coaching candidate that they can with this vacancy that will open up at the end of the year?
1: Yes, I do. I believe that if you are a hot candidate – and listen, you know, I do a lot of stuff for the Eagles. They're both their coordinators are absolute studs. I mean, their whole team is just ridiculous. That was actually a really good performance by the Colts against the Eagles to almost beat them because they have, they've murdered everybody since then. Um, if you have options, are you going to go to the team where the owner seems um, logical um, or are you going to go to the team where it appears as if the owner is trying to phrase this the right way, guys? Um, I guess emotional and or irrational at best. Uh, I don't. That's not where I want to go. I don't want to go somewhere where first of all they don't have a quarterback, and secondly the. Owner is emotional and irrational at best, at
2: best. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to sit there with the number one or two overall pick either to potentially find that quarterback in all likelihood. Um, so some big questions facing the Colts at, at the end of the year. Again, Ross Tucker is with us. He'll be on the call, color analyst for Westwood One coming up on Saturday, Colts and Vikings. I'm curious this, Ross, and I guess I'm kind of going in a positive direction, but You know, here locally, there's one position group for the Colts that really stands out as a strength, and I'm curious if you have noticed that as well. Like, if you were gonna kind of pinpoint one position group for the Colts, that oh yeah, that is a really really good group. They've played well this season. There's some talent there. What would you point to?
1: D line.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say defensive tackle specifically.
1: D line. I mean, those guys. Um, and Gakwe's done some good things. DeForest Buckner, I love that guy. And I'll tell you what, this Grover Stewart, I feel like I didn't know that much about him. He's good, really I mean, good. They, they 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 did a really nice job against the Eagles offensively. I, I was impressed by the the Colts defense in general and the D line in particular. And then honestly, like with the with the linebackers when they get Leonard back, and then the secondary, I don't remember how long Gilmore's uh, contract is, but with the way Rodgers has played and Kenny Moore, and I mean, it's just a shame. It's really a shame because the AFC South was extremely winnable this year. and And I think talent-wise, the Colts probably have the best team and probably should have won that division
2: two-year deal for Gilmore but yeah to Ross's point Jake as we've said all along the defense has played January like the offense not so much.
0: Ross Tucker is our guest by the way on the Payless Suckers hotline again on Twitter you can find him at Ross Tucker NFL he will be on the call this weekend for the Colts and Vikings. Ross I want to circle back to uh, as you were talking about because I think it's fascinating and I think that when you're talking about perceptions of Indianapolis. You know, we live in an echo chamber here, right? I mean, we're in Indianapolis, so it's hard to know what, what the outside perspective is on them. I'm curious, from Chris Ballard's standpoint, and none of us know whether or not Chris Ballard even wants to maintain at his position with kind of the chaos around him, but do the Colts, are they in a position now where they have to—I mean, we're we're looking at like year seven of the Ballard era, and he has yet to draft— the build-around quarterback and continues to go with kind of Band-Aid 38-year-old guy one-to-one, you know, hell, Aaron Rodgers, is he next? Tom Brady, is he next? Do they have to draft a quarterback this year?
1: Well, I think as soon as you say have to anything, you're looking at it the wrong way. Um, I think that would be ideal, certainly, if they were able to get a young quarterback that they could build around but I'd also say, in fairness to Ballard, they've had a really a really pretty good team, right? And I think they wanted to make sure they had a quarterback that could help them have success. And Rivers got them to the playoffs. And, you know, Wentz should have gotten them to playoffs last year. And so they should have been teams that were in the mix. And even Rivers played well in that playoff game at Buffalo. I mean, they almost won that game. So... I understand why he did what he did. Plus it's kind of a it's like a I don't know if it's a secret, but these GMs know that if you if you draft a quarterback in the first round, if he's not good, you're done. So whereas if you get these band aid guys, you can get a different band aid guy the next year, you call it a band aid guy. You get a different guy the next year and give it a shot that way. Whereas, if you draft the quarterback in the first round and he's not good, you're fired. Yeah, that's so, where the
0: – I said earlier, that's where the clock starts ticking on you, right? Like, when you draft a first or, you know, the quote-unquote franchise quarterback as a GM, your tenure starts and you are on the clock starting then. A thousand percent.
2: Again, Ross Tucker is with us here. You will hear him. Westwood won the national call coming up. This weekend. He also is the host of the Ross Tucker podcast, and you can check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, the Colts have seen some pretty good wideouts this week, this year. Ross, I would think Justin Jefferson uh, might be at the top of that list. What has made him really have one of the best starts to an NFL career of any wideout in league history?
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I mean, he's just so good. I, you know, He's faster, I think, than people thought he would be uh, and more explosive. There was some concern at LSU that he was just a slot guy, but he's obviously shown he's much more uh, of an outside guy than people realize. His catch radius is awesome. His contested catch ability is awesome. He's a really good route runner. I mean, he's He's just fantastic. They move him around a lot, right? They do. And it's wild, by the way, because, you know, I mentioned I do Eagles preseason on television. I do their pregame on the radio. And they took Jalen Rager one spot ahead of him, Hmm. who's now like the number five receiver for the Vikings. And it's all people talked about for a long time in Philly, the last couple of years thankfully now they got another couple good receivers that they had to trade for AJ Brown and they have Devonte Smith, but he's, he's fantastic. Jefferson is, I, I think he's the best receiver in the NFL. I think you can make an argument for Devonte Adams as well. Maybe even Tyree kill, but Jefferson is, he's awesome.
0: Ross, give me a team or two that Philly's probably the easy answer here, just because as you'd mentioned, they're winning so convincingly, but, if you had to step it back a little bit, give me a team or two heading into the home stretch here that has the ability to win with the highest number of different ways. They might be able to beat you in a defensive slugout. They might be able to beat you in an air game. They might be able to beat you in a ground game. You know, what, what team or two are the most versatile in the ways that they can win a football game?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably the, uh, I think it's probably off the top of my head, the. Uh, Um, the three teams I can see going to the Super Bowl from the NFC, you know, because the Cowboys, that can have a big night if you need them to, but they also have an awesome defense that can make plays, and they also can run the ball very well. I mean, they've had over 100 yards rushing Pollard and Zeke every game since week four, and I think the Niners fit that mold as well based on what we've seen from Purdy. Their defense is awesome. They can obviously run it very well, and Purdy's been impressive. So those three in the AFC, it's really only the Bengals. You know, I, I don't I don't look at the the night uh, the Eagle. I'm sorry, the Chiefs or the Bills as being able to win in a lot of different ways. I mean, I feel like the Bills and the Chiefs kind of need Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes to be Superman to win.
0: I, hey, it's it's all coming together for Cincy at the right time, isn't it, in terms of their health and just being on the same page. I don't know that people have talked about it, but the last three weeks to a month, it's like, whoa, here come the Bengals, right?
1: Well, number one, their O-line has gotten so much better over the course of the year, so much better. Number two, their um, their – Defense is really good. Like, that guy should be a head coach. Lou Anarumo, the D coordinator for the, for the Bengals, he is a stud. Because they don't have, like, a lot of big-name guys on that defense, but they are really good, and they have been the last couple of years. I think Anarumo should be a head coach.
2: Ross, before we let you go, I'm, uh, what are we, a little over a week out from Christmas. Uh, per usual, I'm in scramble mode from a gift <laughs> standpoint, and – uh, word on the street is you got a holiday gift idea?
1: Absolutely. We're ten days away. You gotta go to my dot com. My buddy started the business. it's It's genius actually. cause you just talk to a writer or you fill out a couple of questions an email, and they write the most unbelievable story about your wife or your mom or whoever you don't have a gift for yet. And it's amazing. It looks like it's on the front page of the newspaper. It's um, pictures of her. It's a great story. And the cool thing, the two cool things about it, guys, when you give it to somebody and they're opening it, they'll be like, wait, what is this? To be able to say to like your mom or your wife, I want to do something special for you. So I had a story written about you. Like that just sounds awesome. Like who gets a story written about somebody? It sounds awesome. And then when they actually read the quotes and it's like, I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does. They will cry like your wife your mom she will cry you will win trust me myfrontpagestory.com i know a lot of you haven't gotten anything yet this is the gift and by the way they have it hanging up in their house forever so it's like the gift that keeps on giving myfrontpagestory.com
2: how about the former offensive lineman going a little tearjerker there <laughs> on the <laughs> gift idea that might be the upset of the morning ross you love it, now, dude. I, I'm a sense of, I'm a big. I'm a big softy. I'm se- sentimental,
1: man. I love. I love gifts like that. Don't get her some other stuff she doesn't really need or some stupid material thing. Get her something that'll actually that
0: sh- that she'll really appreciate for a long time.
2: Yeah, the candle for the 13th year in a row. Probably not the no, route that I should go with. There. Hey,
0: Ross. Before we let you go, I, I-, I want to make sure that this is accurate. Did you go to the same high school as Taylor Swift? Yeah, well, she didn't
1: go to high school there. She left when she was 15. But, yes, she is from Wyomissing, Pennsylvania. It's about an hour west of Philadelphia. Um, Alex Anzalone starts at linebacker for the Lions. Chad Henney plays for the Chiefs. And I'm telling you, there was like a six-year period where I was the most famous person from Wyomissing. Last time time I saw her parents – I told her mom, I said, you know, from 2001 to like 2008, I was the most famous person from Why Missing. And her mom, her mom said to me, "Well, you know, just keep working, Ross." I, was like, no, I think it's over. I think I lost. <laughs> That's right. Like she's kind of the most famous person in the world. I think. I don't, How about? You're the most famous person to the st- whole world. Who's
0: more famous than her? I don't
1: even know if anybody is.
0: Well, it's you're God. the most famous to stay until you were 18. How's that? <laughs> I'll take it. i right. Fair enough.
2: Ross, have a great call on Saturday. Again, host of the Ross Tucker Podcast. Check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Great stuff, Ross. Thank you. See you guys. Whether it's
1: audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.